What's up, guys, and welcome to the first official episode of the Boys Day Podcast. I am one of your many hosts, Zach. I'm Levid. I am Jacob. I'm Kenny. I'm Elijah. And yeah, this is the first episode. Guys, how's your day going? Going pretty good. Going pretty good. Yeah. I'm stressed. You're stressed. Because I'm moving. <laughs> you are moving. <laughs> yeah. This is an exciting time in Jacob's life. Uh, yeah, it's different. Yeah. So, oh, mom taking the move. Good. Good. Uh, Dad's just being real mean about it, so <laughs> jumping over some hurdles for sure, but it's good. Yeah. All right, Kenny, how's your day going? That's going pretty dope, man, you know. Yeah. It's been pretty good so far, you know. Yeah. One of your off days this week? Yeah, one of my one of my few off days, yeah. Yeah, working man over here. Got to get that grind on. Eliza, how's your day going? <laughs> it's going pretty good. Yeah? You yeah. have... Uh, hanging out, spring break. Spring break. Do you have any like interesting stories from the past week or anything you want to talk about? Wait, hold up, Zach. How's your day? Thank you for asking, Levid. It's awesome. I got a mullet today, dude. I it looks good. It looks good. Like it's pretty. It's pretty good, man. I was. It's ergonomic. I just want to say thank you. I appreciate that. I don't want to nerd out or anything, but it's the perfect hairstyle. Thank you right so now. much. I think it looks really good. I uh, I was teetering on it. I've been super confident about it because I've been talking about this for months, right? Yes. I'm like, I'm going to get a mullet. I'm going to grow my hair out. I'm going to get a mullet. And then uh, I was, it, today came, I made the appointment like two days ago and the day came and I was nervous about it. I was like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do this. It's going to look stupid. I was on Facebook like 20 minutes before I had to leave and I saw a meme and it said summer 2019 starter pack and it was like one of those four panel memes. Yeah. <laughs> And it was a cutoff shirt of Billy Ray Cyrus, Crocs, jorts, and a mullet. And I was like, I got it. I got it. <laughs> you have to be rocking that. It was like within yeah. the month. I need to see uh, you in all of those things I within the month. I got you easy on that. Yeah. <laughs> One of the best aspects of it, in my opinion, is the uh, the windage you can get on the sides of your, they, I sides do. Of your head. I, I, uh, this is the shortest my hair has ever been in any part of my like head since I was like a kid and I buzzed my head. Like, this is the first time. I didn't know that I had moles on the side of my head. That's fair. Like, I, yeah. yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, all through high school, you'd never, you always kept mm. it at like a yeah, decent Yeah, you, you could never see like scalp. And uh, I was driving home from the barbers and uh, my windows were down. It felt so fucking good. <laughs> Hair just, uh, I was like, this is life. This is exactly <laughs> what we're supposed to be. Mullets are the universe. Yep. Wish I could get a mullet. I agree. Why can't you get a mullet, Kenny? Wouldn't work out, man. Why's that? <laughs> For the all the listeners out there, I am black. And... <laughs> Knew it. That doesn't mean you can't get a mullet. I mean, I can get a mullet, but it will look good. I was gonna say no. It depends on the person. Yeah, I high think type. probably could. I mean, probably like I could definitely like my hair is long enough now mm-hmm. to where I could get something working down there. I could. Here's an idea. Mm-hmm. Remember when you had those uh, dreadlocks? Yes. Oh Dreadlock mullet. Baby. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean yeah, that is a thing. That is that's that is a hairstyle. And it doesn't it don't look it don't look too bad, honestly. I don't think it does. Yeah. Like it looks pretty decent, honestly. Like yeah. I could do that, but that's a lot of work and I don't want to do that ever again. Yeah. Yeah, dress were Yeah, that was that was a lot. <laughs> you had those in high school? No. I had that a long time ago. Like middle, um, school? middle school? No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, played football. M- middle school before I came to Farragut. We are boys, as explained by the title, by the way. We are not grown men. Oh, I, think, I, don't right? think, I don't think we'll ever grow up. I think we'll be boys forever. Boys forever. Oh, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is like the right. boys. 
every so it's so yeah it's first episode the name the boys day podcast uh whenever we hang out i think it's referred to as boys day and it used to be like a set day of the week every tuesday we'd hang out but now i just think every time we hang out it was only a few of us yeah Mm -hmm. yeah but then we expanded as you do the originals were zach elijah and kenny Mm-hmm. And then Kenny dipped out because he had work. Yeah. And Zach, Elijah, and Jacob. And now everyone's involved. And, uh, yeah. So I think it's just kind of... The boys' days are legendary. So legendary, in fact, that we think we can talk about whatever, and anybody will listen to it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, to be honest, yeah. Ooh, what's your guys' favorite boys' day story? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> I think... One of my favorites is when Zach, Kenny, and myself went to Ozone when it was super cold <laughs> and it was just frozen everywhere. And I thought it'd be a good idea to take a giant chunk of ice <laughs> from the water. Uh, for listeners out there who don't live around where we do, Ozone is a really beautiful uh, waterfall. Would, would you say a lake? It's no. the Tennessee River. It's like a waterfall. Pond. It's like a waterfall into a. Pond. It's like a watering hole almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a watering yeah. hole. Well, you can it, definitely swim in it. Yeah, yeah. which we did. Mm-hmm. Different time. River. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless, I thought taking a large, frozen chunk of ice out of said watering hole would be a good idea, and I uh, took it and I smashed it over my head, and it didn't feel great, but <laughs> it, it was really fun. Dude. That day was full of fun. I have a video of it, and the most unholy thunk came from that. You're like, welcome to Chili's. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we need a pop filter. Oh, yeah. 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 One of my favorite uh, memories, pretty recent, also involves ice. Uh, We we were all kind of together. It was just after one of our rare Tennessee snows, and uh, I was wearing my, my great Rocky Top leather boots steel toe mind you uh and they were crushing ice in the backyard before i showed up and i see this giant chunk and i'm like all right boys watch this steel toe boots i'm gonna punt this block of ice the entire way down the back of this hill and i wind up and i leave it midair and i went for the kick and instead of using the tip where the steel was i used the midsection where my foot was (laughs) and uh it felt like i shattered every bone in my foot (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so then we went, literally spent the rest of the boys' day, like, going to the mall and just running around places, and I was limping the entire time. It was fantastic. Is that the day we went skiing? Is that the day we went sledding? No. no. What? Oh, no. I can't, no, I don't think so. That was a good day. It was, like, too. the day before or after. I want to say you guys were just crushing ice then if it wasn't the snow day. There was a, uh, it was, like, a litter box that had a bunch of ice, ice in, in it. Ice in it, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that hurt so bad. <laughs> Levine, what was your favorite boys' day memory? You're kind of new to it. Yeah. Uh, I'd say my favorite one is probably when I got off work early, also during one of the very few snow days, and Jacob, Elijah, Zach, and I got to go sledding in the front yard. And one of which, I think it was the first time, we went down a very large hill, and at the bottom, we got some air, and when we landed, I landed not on the sled on the uh pavement to be exact and my hand was scraping all along it the the hill the hill was the curb it's like the curb and the hill were one 
So the drop was even more intense. So once you fly off that hill, it's just air for mm-hmm. like half a foot. Yeah. You just slap your tailbone on concrete and it's just yeah. hell. I didn't. I was fine when we hit yeah. the bottom. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was me and Zach when we went. So he stayed on it and then I just flew off of it. I'm not going to lie. And then tried to slow myself down and use my hand. Not a wise idea. I'm not going to lie. I had Elijah in the front as kind of a buffer for any damage. But it went the, bat, the tail just flipped down mm-hmm. and just my my ass felt destroyed. <laughs> Good old that, that was a fun that was a fun day. Uh, Kenny, what's your favorite boys' day memory? Um, I have to say it would have to be the second time that we all went to Ozone. Mm-hmm. Um, there would be me, Zach, Elijah, and Jacob. Um, you remember that? I did. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to say like you elaborate, looked at me. Like, yeah, elaborate. I thought you like you looked at me weird, like you didn't remember. Um, when we went to Ozone, it was when you had your hair buzzed. Oh, after we came back from was California. Was it when we carved our names yep. into the rock? And that when we went swimming. Yeah, yeah, we went yeah. swimming that day oh, and I, too. And I didn't go yeah. swimming. Yeah. yeah, but I think those dope pictures. Yeah, those are dope pictures. Yeah, yeah. got any, me and Elijah like right underneath the waterfall. If anybody out there needs a Instagram picture taker, I'm. <laughs> Jacob Qualls. Qual- uh, contact the man with no Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> contact the guy with no Instagram. Almost no social media whatsoever. So many. That that day, there was a picture taking me without my shirt on. I look so much more ripped than I really am. I, I'm like, I am a god in that picture. So I, yeah, I like that day too. Yeah. The light was hitting you perfectly. It was. I looked like I had a perfect six pack with chiseled pecs. It was amazing. Um, and you're not that at all, is what you're saying? I mean, I got a good, I got good abs. <laughs> <laughs> I can hit the push-ups a little bit more, if I'm being honest. But it, it, we all have our own flaws, okay? What about um, you, Zach? So my favorite, I repped this boy's in memory on my body. I have it forever. It's never gonna leave. I have a for the listeners. I have a scar on my chin from Boys' Day. We have one of our very good friends, Hunter. Shout out to Hunter. We love him very much. Uh, can we get a Ric Flair woo for Hunter on three? That's we sure hand. One, two, three. Woo! All right, uh, I love that. That's such a good thing. Um, we were at his pool during the summer, <clears throat> crushing some some brewskis. Right, absolutely pounding them. Uh, we were like teenage girls who just learned how to shotgun beer, and we just kept doing it. But we did just learn how to shotgun beer. Though. Yeah, in no, my yeah. case, we I were, just learned how to do that. We were, I think. Yeah, was, we were, was that my birthday? I want to say. I think it was yeah. your birthday. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, uh, you were there. I, after a few beers, thought it'd be funny. I was trying to do a front flip into the pool while Hunter was throwing beer cans at me, and I would uh, try to catch it. You missed the first one. First one, I caught it, but it popped out of my hands because oh, it was wet. And I was like, okay, I can do this. First try was so close. Second try, go. I catch it perfectly. But it's, my hands are right in front of my face, and I squeeze too hard. <laughs> and like a rocket, it shoots out of my hands and eats me in the chin. And uh, I get out of the water, and I'm like, all right, let's go again. Everyone's like, we need to take a minute here. Your face is open. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I go to wipe my chin, and my hand is just, like, crimson red. I was uh. like, oh, no. And so our friend Cassie was there, and she's like, let me look at it. And I, like, put my tongue in my lower lip to, like, extend it. And apparently that made the cut even wider, and blood just started pouring out of my face. Uh. And so, uh, that was the thing. I remember the meaty, yeah, no, like, black of it hitting your face. And, like, whenever you see someone in pain, just like on like America's Funniest Home Videos, like, you, you kind of just like recoil. I remember hearing it and being like, oh, <laughs> just seeing your body hit the water. And I was like, he's dead. That hit him. He's dead. He, you came back yeah. up. 
And yeah, you just covered in blood. That was awful. Yeah, that was oh, awesome. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> I think it's fun. I'll have a st- I'll, I'll have a story forever. Be like, kids, you see this? See this hair? This chin? With the little with the little thing? It's because a frat boy was throwing beer at your dad one day. <laughs> Another thing about it, if I was there for that, it would have been everybody running over to see if you're okay, and then me passing out from seeing the cut in blood. Yeah, Ooh, that's true. Gosh. That would have been not good. Yeah, we we ate immediately after that too. Ooh, <laughs> we just like went out to Chipotle. Chipotle, I think. yeah, yeah. I will. I a staple of Boys Day, mind you. Oh yeah, Chipotle. Yes. Well, arguably one of the starting points mm-hmm. for our hangouts. Chipotle yeah. brings lives together. It does. Um, okay, so now we're at a point. A few of us have come to this with a little bit of research done. And a few of us want to talk about some stuff. So uh, I'm going to hand it off to my buddy Lavid here. And we're going to see... Where, Lavid, what do you want to talk about this episode? Uh, well, it's the off-season right now for the NFL and there's been a lot of really interesting trades going on, such as uh, the Cleveland Browns. They are notorious for not being a great team. They just now this past season finally won some games. But they're getting OBJ uh, from I'm New sorry, York. Dude. OBJ, oh, my bad. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., if you've never heard of I'm him. I'm not well-versed in the balls. In the balls. <laughs> ball, in the ball <laughs> But they're getting him from the New York Giants. So their lineup currently is going to be amazing. It's Baker Mayfield, a notorious great quarterback. I just want to interject. I want to say right now I have loved Baker Mayfield for years. When he played for Oklahoma, I was a fan of him. I loved the grabbing his cock during the game. And he's just... Like not like in a gay way, like in a like in a fuck you way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm happy that he has a good team now. Next year when I actually rep him, I don't want anyone saying that I'm a I'm a bandwagon fan. You're gonna I'm gonna call you a bandwagon fan. I hate you, Levine. <laughs> I'm sorry for interrupting. No, no problem. Uh, so they're gonna have Baker Mayfield as a quarterback. They're gonna have the duo of OBJ and Jarvis Laundry as receivers Oops. and. Not many know. They played in college together, so that's going to be great to see them together again. And then at running back, they're going to have Kareem Hunt from the Chiefs and Nick Chubb. And then as tight end, they're going to have N- David Njunku, I think is how you say his name. Yeah, be careful with that. Their, <laughs> their offense is going to be ridiculous. If you had to describe to me someone who doesn't follow football but will watch it, what that means for that team in like a sentence or two, describe to me what the Browns now are. Don't be... They went from a team that could only win maybe two games to they're probably <laughs> going to win more than half of their games now because of that offense. Aren't they – didn't they just open up as the favorite to win the AFC North? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it means that they'll beat the – that they're betting favorite is, to To go to the, the Super Bowl. Yeah, to is, beat the Patriots. Are, is their defense good? Like, yeah. Their defense last season was not terrible. It got a lot better. But they still have the draft, so they could get some good – uh, defensive players from the draft, and there's still trading going on. Okay, so this is what they're already at now. They're probably, I'd say, like a a good old seventy, eighty overall, and it can only get better from that. Okay. 
Don't be surprised if you see me like repping brown stuff. I wouldn't doubt it. No, that's I, 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 I will call you a bandwagon in your face. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Uh, me, myself, I'm a Cowboys fan who's in the NFC, and they're in the AFC. So I'm really... I, it's, I can't really be a bandwagon because my team's in the other division, so I'm fine, I guess. I, I just am happy to see them finally being good. What are... Uh, after seeing some like trades and stuff, what are, what's the most you're looking forward to in the in the season coming, Zach? Oh, so my favorite football team is the Rams, and uh, is I that just because they were really good? <laughs> huh? <What's that>? <laughs> <laughs> you bandwagon? Dallas, man, I'm a bandwagon. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> this season, I liked them a lot. Uh, just because they they play like they're fun to watch. They're a high scoring team. They're not like in boring games except for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Which hyper situation get off their backs and uh, then yeah I'm just excited to see Baker Mayfield actually have something to work with now I'm really so yeah I'm I'm pretty pumped for next season there's a lot of good trades going on and yeah are they your so you don't have any other team that you root for well, the Titans oh. I, I rep the Titans because I'm a good old Tennessee boy good old t- yeah okay but, uh, yeah no because I don't really pay attention to NFL too much you know but. uh Definitely when the Rams are playing, I'll watch. And I kept up with Baker's stats last year, but now I'll like, watch Cleveland games for sure. Oh, I'm going to be tuning in for sure, just because of the buzz around the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know they're shit. I know they've been shit for a long time. Not this year. Not this year, baby. They come in OBJ, back. whatever those other guys' names were. <laughs> you give Baker his respect. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Put some respect on that name, man. <laughs> Jeez. Elijah, what are you looking forward to this season for the NFL? A good Chiefs boy over here. Kansas City, born and not so much raised. Uh, <laughs> Chiefs fan. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is a godsend after Alex Smith kind of ruined us and then ruined his body playing for whatever team he went to. I think he's Washington. Um, I think they're dropping him, maybe. But seeing how well we did this last season, I think... We can only get better, and I think if we have more room and like a better defense, which thankfully we got a new defensive uh, head coach, so hopefully he can bring in the boys and make some stuff happen on defense because our offense is pretty stacked already, and we were a really offense-heavy team this season, and I think if we just had a better defense and a better uh, head on our shoulders on defense, we could have... Definitely at least gone to the Super Bowl if uh, D Ford wasn't offsides. <laughs> <laughs> the absolute worst moment of the first time the we were ahead season. in that yep. game, and we would have won and gone to the Super Bowl, and maybe that Super Bowl wouldn't have sucked having the two teams that were in the third highest scoring game in NFL history play rather than making this past Super Bowl the lowest scoring of all time. I think it would have been uh, the Super Bowl people wanted, deserved, and needed at the time. But instead, the Patriots, with Tom Brady and his son kissing lips, went and... Uh, you don't know that. It's not confirmed. There are pictures. Uh, what? Everywhere. They're like, they're, they're there are pictures everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> no. Kissing. He, he kissed his coach, the <laughs> owner of the Patriots. They're like air kisses. No, uh, it was on the lips. I'll debate it. Elijah, can you pull up the video of... I can pull of, up a video of... Uh, oh, don't do that. Of Bradley Tom Cooper Brady. making out with his son? Don't do the clicks. Tom Brady, <laughs> not Bradley the, Cooper. He's doing the clicks. Chill with that. What? Oh. 
Sorry. Hey, Elijah, I'm sorry to any clicks out there. Didn't D Ford get traded or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's. Oh, no. That's him kissing. There's a yeah. thumbnail. I oh, just, that's both. I just want to point out I have YouTube Tom Brady kissing son, and the first thing to come up is a TMZ <laughs> video that is 2 minutes 11 seconds with the thumbnail being a picture of him kissing his son on the mouth while Tom Brady is getting a massage. And then another picture. It's not like Tom, Tom Brady's Brady. hunting for it though. It's like his son comes in the room and like fishes for it, you know. No, no. in this video, <laughs> he, ca- he casts his. Well, the second video is the video in question. Tom Brady's getting a massage. His son comes in, and he's a young son. He kisses his dad on the mouth. Still, he's like, mm, gives him a little peck, and he starts to walk off. And Tom Brady goes, "No, that's not all. Come back here and oh. give your dad a real kiss." How have you and not he seen comes this video? Back okay. and it's at least 10 seconds of an on-the-mouth father-son kiss, and that's just too much. Yeah. 10 seconds is a bit much. It's Hold more on. like five or six, but Hold it's still on. way too long. Yeah. yeah. In his defense. Defense? Yes. In his defense, <laughs> we are not fathers and therefore do not know the love that can be brought upon oneself in the event of having a child. Kenny. Man, I can tell you right now, my yeah. dad has to kiss me once on the lips. And I yeah, neither, thank God every day for him not doing that. Neither did mine, but if he did, I wouldn't think it's out of the ordinary. I would like to say I've been called daddy a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I know what it means. No. Kenny's breaking shit. Kenny's breaking shit. Anyway, back to the daddy thing. Yeah, I've been called daddy a lot. Most of those girls never kiss me on the lips, so I know that's a weird thing to do to your. Uh... I don't think you've got it in the right context, huh? I don't think you've. Kenny, got... what do you think about football? <laughs> <laughs> Kenny is fixing the mess he created. Fuck you. Hey, we're not visual. Don't talk about stuff that they can't. Sorry, see. sorry. The studio's just full of equipment. Kenny's knocking stuff down. Sorry. Well, not even that. That even that um, they couldn't see that. So why do they want yeah. to hear about it? Like standard. Take calm look. Look, look up how to podcast. Man. Okay, huh? look. I just Tom Brady's just loving his son. All right, Kenny, you have anything to add about football? <laughs> okay, um, never been like this was the this last season has been the first time I've actually watched football a lot, but I've always I've always been uh <laughs> I've always been um a Cowboys fan just because my dad has been and it's just what I grew up around all the time mm-hmm. even though I, I don't know much about it but I would like to see the Cowboys do really good next season um you know yeah pretty much yeah I just like to see them do really well um I know they did um <laughs> um they did decent um last season to be honest um I thought they did pretty good um especially oh um and um Levide, you're a Cowboys fan a Cowboys fan too. Yes, um, yeah, um that player that got hurt during the game with the Seahawks, I believe, last season. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that like he um messed up his um, I don't remember his name, but he he tore something. Yeah, like he like his bone like was out like not out, yeah. but like he messed up have you heard anything about him? like is he, he I know did, he had surgery. He good he's recovering right now. Okay, dope. Because I was like Cause that scared me. Like that was he like should well, be doing okay. Yeah. Like, cause I've never like seen that. Like, watching a game, I don't yeah. go looking for that usually. Bad but when sometime. I saw that, it it uh it, it messed <laughs> me up real good. It was uh yeah. This next season should be good for us though, cause 
we our problem was we didn't have many receivers. All we had was uh, Amari Cooper, who we got halfway during the season. Uh, Gallup, who uh, is starting to shine, but we also yeah. got uh, oh, not Jordy Nelson. What was his name? Randall Cobb from Green Bay. So we okay. have three pretty good receivers now. Yeah, and Jason Witten came out of retirement. So it's I think this season's gonna be good for us. I'm hoping so. Jacob. Yeah, Jacob. What do you got, man? Do you, have anything, have? do you have anything to add about football? Or are you, you No, do? I kinda had my piece there uh, about Tom Brady not kissing his I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I love the I love the zeitgeist that is football. I love the uh, energy around it. Great work. I love yeah, I uh I mean if it's a, when there's a good season when there's a good season, I'll watch it. And when my friend throws a screensaver of Tom Brady in a giant winter incubator suit on this computer i'll definitely look at it and laugh a little bit that's for sure oddly specific but uh (laughs) anyways real quick i just want to clarify the this is not like a sports-based podcast isn't like a tv and film pod is is, i would say is more of like a comedy thing it's like this is the boys day podcast i know that's what i'm saying like because you know what boys we just spent most of it talking about football and in case people are listening i don't this isn't just like only sports talk. We're going to talk about anything we Our want to talk Levide about. Our boy Levine wanted to talk about the I know, NFL. We're I know, talking about the NFL. That's fine. I'm just, for people listening, I'm just letting them know to expect in future episodes, we're going to talk about anything. Zach, what are we? One thing. Look, let's not have this right now. Okay? <laughs> what are we? The podcast? No. Us? Yeah. Boys. We're boys. We are boys. Correct. What do boys do? Talk. Day. Talk. Day. Uh, what else do boys do? They day. <laughs> You want to know? You want to know? Right. Can go into a day, anything, and that's what this podcast is about. Speaking of anything, what the? <laughs> <laughs> good Zach, transition, Zach. Okay, now, now we all love Game of Thrones. Yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they don't right. know that. I'm telling them, <laughs> dumbass. Why? <laughs> For my thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. I. We all. I didn't even move. Stop. I didn't even move. <laughs> We're. We're not going to be able to do the podcast if Kenny keeps breaking all this equipment. Should we move the table move. over a little bit? No, next time? no. Okay, okay. Game of Thrones. Just we like all love Game no, of Thrones. I'm not crazy. I'm back. Ooh, I'm getting heated. <laughs> Technical difficulties. We all love Game of Thrones. We can all agree on this, correct? Just, yeah. Just lay it down. Okay. Now I've prepared some notes because I'm work. I'm working on a th- on a theory, an all encompassing theory on how Game of Thrones ends. And I'm taking a bunch of inspiration from other theories and looking up and everything, and I'm making my own conclusions, and I've started a little bit. I'm trying to, for just how the show is going to end. A non-book reader, by the way, everybody. But I do look up stuff from the books. I'm not saying that. I know I'm not a book reader, but for research and stuff, I do cite books. And Ad- stuff. Admirable for you to jump down the rabbit hole. Thank you. As you're doing. I've, I've never been on Reddit so much in my entire life in the past couple of days. Reddit, useful source of. Uh... Yes. Yeah. So. For background information, <laughs> no, right. now, uh, just to get a real lay of the room, I know Elijah earlier, you said you don't look up fan theories. No. I know Kenny, you don't look up fan theories. Mm. You don't, do you look up fan theories? I've Jacob? watched extensive amounts of fan theories. So videos. you might have heard the main point of my discussion today. Most likely. Okay. So, in Game of Thrones, there's prophecies. And I think a few of them all run into one character pretty well. What prophecy are you... I'll, we'll get Talk into it. There's okay. multiple. So first of all, the three prophecies I'm going to talk about are uh, the last hero. Mm-hmm. I, that's not really a prophecy. That's more of a 
care uh, of a legend. And I think a bunch of this has to do with uh, I think Game of Thrones. Everyone's gonna end as a legend of the old of like older times. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll get into it. It'll make sense when I get into okay. it. Okay, you're gonna need to start getting into it. I know. So I think the last hero is also going to be the prince who was promised. Okay. The prince who was promised is the one you know who said he's gonna forge Lightbringer. He's gonna save the world from like the others, the like the armies of darkness. Is that the Azor Ahai? Uh, right? Yes, Azor Ahai and the prince who promised are like the same thing. Okay. And I think <clears throat> the last hero also did that. So I think those are one and the same kind of. And uh, I also think it runs into the Valonqar. Prophecy. Pro- yes, that's the word. The so I think the last hero is the prince who was promised, who is the Valonqar, who is Jamie Lannister. That's yeah, that's been a big one recently. So I, a very big one. So you've heard of this? I've heard of it, and okay. I I can agree with it on a lot of levels. A lot of, there's it's a lot that matches up. Okay, mm-hmm. so for everyone else. I have my notes with me today. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's like yeah. Venn diagrams and boxes and, and okay. arrows pointing to different places. Yes. Jeez. So I think for Jamie Lannister, the prince who was promised, Azor High Reborn, his Lightbringer is going to be his golden hand. Okay. Now. Jamie Lannister, incestuous Kingslayer. Yes. The at portal the, bastard. At the onset the of, the of the series, yes. yeah. So, Azor High to Forge Lightbringer. When he first made it, he forged it for 30 days and 30 nights and then uh, tempered it in water and the sword broke. And then he tempered it for 50 days. uh, He forged it for 50 days, 50 nights, tempered it by stabbing it through a lion's heart and it broke. And then he tempered it 30 days, uh, for 100 days and 100 nights, stabbed it through Nisa Nisa's heart, her soul, forged the sword, burst into flames, used Lightbringer to defeat the armies of the dead. That's the background. Now, a I legend, think, though. A legend. It's a legend. I think it fits with Jamie perfectly because, uh, so Jamie Lannister, so uh, Azor High was said to be born under, like, you know, like salt a, and smoke. Salt and smoke. Under a falling star. Under a falling star. So we'll take this as when his hand was cut off in season three and they carterize it, correct? Yeah. 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 Smoke. Okay. Okay. And so he traveled with this woman named Brianna Tarth for a while, and then they ended up in a bath in the water. He both mentally and physically broke in the water when he talked about his kingslaying ways. He talked about, he gave, finally gave his side of it, and then uh, he was standing up, and then he collapsed, and Brianna caught him, and she was like, Kingslayer, Kingslayer, and he said, My name's Jamie. So he mentally broke in the conversation and then physically broke down in the water. Then fast forward a little bit. Stabbing the heart, uh, stabbing the lion in the heart, right? Tyrion Lannister was set free and he was held captive and he shot his father Tywin through the heart with a crossbow. Now, the Lannisters are the lions, correct? Mm-hmm. That's their sigil. That's their sigil. They're the lions. So, Cersei blamed Jaime face to face. She said, our, our brother was the monster that did it, but you're the idiot that uh, let it happen, essentially, is what she said to him. Uh, and so he blamed himself for it after that moment. And so that, you know, being the reason your father died, that also was another breaking point for him. Literally the lion getting stabbed through the heart. So the second one. Oh, okay. The third one, now this is when it gets super wonky. Tin, tinfoil Very tinfoil <laughs> A lot of stuff Toss them on, boys. Okay. So Nisa Nisa 
stabbed through the heart, made Lightbringer. Cersei Lannister is his niece and Nisa. Um, and so hear me out. He's going to strangle her to death. Probably, yeah. He's going to. Uh, <laughs> it's happening. It's going to happen. He has the scripts. So Tyrion, for background, says to threatens Cersei and says, uh, one day you think you will found joy and your joy will turn to ashes in your mouth. Okay? So the the joy part of that could be possibly Tyrion dies in this last season and she thinks she's safe from the Valonqar theory because the Valonqar prophecy is uh, that she's going to get choked to death by her younger that's, brother. That's an angle I haven't heard. Yes. I, every angle I've heard has Tyrion making it. Mm-hmm. Or... I guess dying too, but most of them have him living. Yeah, which, this, is, this is possible. That's huge. That's, that's maybe, good. Maybe it's very literal. He dies. She thinks she's safe, and it turns out to be Jamie. Wow. And so the ashes to the mouth. Jamie would be the Valonqar, the one to murder the younger brother. The younger, means brother. younger brother in Valyrian. Yeah. Yes, high Valyrian. High. And uh, <laughs> so his gold hand would turn to fire as he's strangling her, literally putting ashes in her mouth from the fire coming from his hand. And this is foreshadowed in uh, season four, episode five, when Jojen Reed is talking to uh, Bran Stark beyond the wall, and they think that they're going to die in the cold, and they're like, is this how our journey ends? And Jojen Reed could have dreams of the future. And he looks at his hand, and his hand catches on fire. Well, he says no. He says no, this isn't the end. And his sister says, well, then what is the end? And he looks at his hand, and his hand catches on fire. And he says, you'll know when it's over. And there's that. Good. I like that, but... Fuck he, you. He d- <laughs> Fuck me, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm a little stingy guy when it comes to Game of Thrones. Jojen himself, he dies by way of fire. He is m- murdered by a child, child of the forest shooting a spell at him that was made of fire energy and him combusting. I'm aware. So, I, I get it. Okay. And I'm just saying the hand on fire... That is that could signify something. When it's over, yes. Okay. Like when it's all over. Got it. And uh, so yeah, and uh, so that's why I think all that. You know, I think James Goldhand's gonna burst into flames as murdering Cersei, and he's gonna be the one. He's gonna be the key to defeating the army of the dead, the Night King's army. And uh, a little red herring to this is uh, the High Valyrian translation of Lord and Light is uh, Askio and Onos, which are very, very close to Askion and Ondos. Askion is gold. Ondos is hand. So Lord of Light loosely translates to Hand of Gold. Mm. What uh, In the show, they have it set up to where Jamie's in Winterfell. So I know. See, yeah, where, that's the thing. Well, yeah, he's that, starting to leave as, like, as it's ending yeah, so, to go to the, uh, the north. So he's in the north. Will he fight the dead and then kill Cersei? Because, like, that kind of seems not only counterproductive, that seems a reverse of the theory. Well, no, here's... I think it's kind of... I don't think the living are going to win at Winterfell. You think they'll lose? I think not everyone's going to die. I think they're going to lose the field. They're going to retreat into the catacombs and, like, the crypts of Winterfell. And the army dead is going to march on. And then they're going to have to get around them, and they're going to get back to King's Landing for the last final stand against the dead, where then Jamie will murder Cersei, and then it's all going to happen there. 
I like that. That's fre- That's a fresh theory. Thank you. I, I, fresher. Yeah. There are, the, the parts of it have been predicted, but that's fresh. Thank you. I like that. Yeah. I'm working on other characters. Like, I don't... I think Jon Snow is... He's gonna... a red herring for sure, I guess, then. Who? He's, he's been set up as the hero since the beginning. Yeah. The dark-haired, mm-hmm. gloomy hero. I think, he's gonna, I think he's going to end up on the throne. Oh. Because, uh, spoilers, his real <laughs> name... Oh, we're all cut up, correct? Yes. Spoiler, you cop Kenny? Yeah, yeah. Spoiler, Jon Snow's real name is Aegon Targaryen. Wait. Aegon. <laughs> 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 uh, Completely. He's like, I watched season five. That's the last one, right? <laughs> um, Aegon Targaryen was the first king of the Targaryen dynasty, right? Um, so just maybe. I'm still working on the details. This is kind of what I'm at so far without all like the extra shit to back it up. Uh, really, it's just... So I think everyone... All of our current characters are going to end kind of like legendary tales in this universe. So uh, I think he's going to be the first Targaryen king of the new Targaryen dynasty. Just like Aegon Targaryen the first was the first Targaryen king. So like it'll be like a revamp of history. It'll be like a... Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I like that. No, I mean, that's... Of all I've heard, it is cl- it's clicking. It's like a puzzle, right? It's mm-hmm. like a big puzzle. He's written it to where prophecies are kind of wishy-washy. You got Stannis being the quote-unquote hero. You got Jon as being like the uh, under under the quilt kind of hero. So it, what you've just come up with is kind of clicking the pieces slightly more together, I think. And I, I, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. As, a, like big, it? as a big book reader, show watcher... Prop collector, I'm digging what you've thrown down. I really I enjoy that. Hell yeah. I'm looking... I, you got me almost not convinced. Right. I want to... But you've got my mind running. I'm very aware the show's probably going to Jon Snow being the prince's promise and everything, but I just think that it, this would be more interesting. You don't you don't realize how many people are going for Jamie being the hero. Oh, I love Jamie. So many people think Jamie's the hero. Levide, what you, you said Stannis. This? Stannis is dead in the show. He I understand is. he's not in the books, but... In the book, so like what a, a staple of George Martin's writing is like the prophecies in the series are written very specifically and in a way that it can be interpreted in a million different ways, right? So yeah, so Stannis in the books, he's still alive, but Stannis in the show is very much dead. I don't know how they'll do that in the books, but if we ever get those, I guess we'll find out. But uh, to the group now, what do y'all think of my theory? <laughs> Kenny, what do you think? It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And damn near believable. Like I could, I could see that happening. And just the amount of research that you actually did into it. Oh, and you like guys, you, you guys you, got you, the cliff notes. <laughs> <laughs> like I see that you dug down this rabbit hole deep, and like it, I could see it. I think it makes sense. You told the rabbit to get out of the way so yeah. that you could keep digging. Yeah. yeah, that's how far down you went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Levi, what do you think? I think it's really good. Uh, I like it a lot. It seems I I, I have always kind of wanted. I, obviously, John looks like he's the the forefront, supposedly gonna be the Azar High. But I've always thought Jamie could be. I hated him in the beginning, but I love him now. Um, do you think he lives in the end? I do. Cause isn't isn't there like a prophecy where he? dies in the arms of the loved one of the one he loves or something like that it's just something he says it's something he says a lot i thought that was a prophecy yeah um which could happen but here's also my other this was the last part of it that i totally forgot about 
So the last hero, he was in legend. He went in far into the north uh, with a group of men. He was the only one that came back. They built the wall, and he was the first uh, Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Now, I think that would fit very well for Jamie to, after this is all said and done, him go to the wall and be the new Lord Commander. Because if all of this does work out, his entire family's dead. He's the last Lannister. And, uh, oh, he'll have, man. He'll have nothing left to really live for, you know? And, uh, in the first episode, when he, when John's leaving for the wall, Jamie mocks him basically for going. And, uh, it would be mm. George R. R. Martin likes to have everything kind of come full circle. And so having Jamie start out so mocking the Night's Watch just to end up being the Lord Commander after he's lost everything, I think is a very... That's like, <laughs> that's like the big thing, too, is like you, you're supposed to see this dude that, that like fucks his sister and like kills little boys. Redeem himself. To be like, he's, he's the worst person in this show. And George Martin loves writing about the, the redemption of just like the human heart. Mm-hmm. So for you to see a guy that's banging his sister, killing kids... And then saving the world and honorably joining an order of men that are celibates and fight ghosts, basically. Oh, man. You, you, I, on? you on board? You have my loading bar of, like, <laughs> to, like, 99% now. Because, like, Jamie, as much as people are like, he's going to die, he's already, like, he's he's lost a lot and he's just kind of on his way out. I think for him to be a, the the new Lord Commander of the Night's Watch after episode episode one, season one, he's like... I'm so proud, and I think you should be proud of yourself, too, for joining this honorable guild, and he's just shitting on him. Yeah. Fight oh, giants and walkers. And, and, and wargs and snarks. Yeah. Oh, man. that Just for him to kind of come back, and oh, I could totally see the last shot of the series being Jamie just holding his sword with his left hand just, like, on his hip, and just, like, that gleaming golden arm, and just looking off the top of the wall as it's, like, being rebuilt on, like, Eastwatch or something, and he's just looking out. Oh, that'd be huge. You got 100 now? I'm on 100. I'm like 99.9 <laughs> alert level. Like, yeah. What do you think alert about it? Alert level? Hmm? What do you think about it? I <clears throat> I don't like theories of shows. I just like watching them and like seeing how they play out. Because I never want to come up with something that I want to happen and then have it not happen. Because then it's just more disappointing and I can't really follow the story as much because it's kind of just like the... It's like the little kid inside of me. It's like the, like, it's not how I want it, so it's not fun. Like, I want it, I'd rather just watch it and experience it for how it is rather than, like, try and come up with something that seems cool in my head and then just be disappointed, quote-unquote disappointed when it happens. But I do think they're fun uh, in hindsight of looking at them. Like, if, like, theories of previous seasons are very fun to look at and say see like how close they were to being true but me personally i'm not a big fan of predicting what's going to happen i think it's fun thinking about it but i never really get into it yeah but do you think theory is good (laughs) (laughs) i mean the question for as much as i hate theories yeah it was believable i think the one thing that kind of threw me off was when you brought up the can't remember his name uh the one that dies by being set on fire jojen reed jojen i think that was like it's a possible thing for jamie's hand but i do think it was just a prediction of how he would die 
Well, th- that's just that's just something from the show that I remember happened, and then mm-hmm. I connected, and I was like, oh, flaming hand, the end. Because it's his right hand that's on fire. It's Jamie's <laughs> right hand. Oh, if Jamie makes it, I'll be so happy. I have him. I had him written off as dead for so long in my head. And I still think the whole, the only theory that I can like, other than Zach's, that I can even somewhat respect and get behind is the theory that Jamie will die, and Arya will steal his face and kill Cersei as Jamie, fulfilling the prophecy of the hero dying and the younger sibling killing Cersei. I think that's one that's super plausible because I mean if you just had Arya learn how to do that kind of thing to get revenge for the Red Wedding and all that and then have the first real trailer come out where they talk about the God of Many Faces and not have it come into play the last season in some ginormous way it would kind of just be like a throwaway waste of something that could be big yeah they definitely have they haven't wasted it but like there have been multiple instances where Arya's like list has been like just kind of not pushed to the side but she took the hound off for instance she never got to kill Joffrey Joffrey was like her number one and I'm watching I'm rewatching it right now Joffrey's her first name <coughs> names because she ordered the death of her father uh, I definitely I don't want to think that her list is just going to be disregarded but I love the idea of Jamie killing Cersei and maybe Arya just maybe I don't know uh, not being put to the white side but just not killing Cersei I don't know if she deserves it <laughs> Zach I can tell that you have something you want to say but I want to throw one more thing out there go for it uh, the only thing I pray t- for and dream of at night for season 8 is that the hound and the mountain fight in some way and the hound kills the mountain but suffers to his injuries during the fight and in some heroic way ends up dying to that because I think it would be such a waste to have such beasts of men in real life and in show and not have them fight each other or do something very climactic for the most expensive, longest episode-having season of such a fantastic show. If you, if you had to have the Hound live, would you let him live? Or do you think the best outcome of that fight is them both dying? I think both of them dying is necessary because the Hound, I feel like, is driven by the hate and disdain for his brother Yeah. after everything that he did to him by burning his face and just being an overall big old shit. Mm-hmm. So I think... And, I mean, you can't fight the mountain zombie or living man and not get hurt in some way, I feel. That's fair. So I think if the Hound want or when the Hound wins, if he's super hurt, I think it would be kind of a scapegoat to have him live and not end his story there. I think that would be the perfect way to end his story, especially because being the last season, you kind of need to end everyone's story some way. And I think for some characters, the whole, and they lived happily ever after and you never see him again theory or way out is kind of just a cop out so I think him both of them dying would be the best way to end the story for both of them that's fair Um, back earlier to what we said about Arya I also have a rough idea of how she's gonna end (laughs) that's my third character I have Uh, this one will be super quick 
not a lot founded on it, just an idea that I had that I'm currently having a few ideas on how to work. <clears throat> in the bricks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Uh, and kind of in the show, too, they kind of hint at it. All the Starks can ward. Uh, not hmm. all of them. Not all of them. But Sansa like, never gets the chance. Yeah, but or, which says a lot Arya, about her. Arya can in the books, and like John, it's hinted at because they have like dreams of being their wolves and everything. Uh, it's, it's hinted at, right? Yeah. And in the books, correct me if I'm wrong. Arya can't just can do it. She yeah, she's not aware, but she but has. she can yes. So my idea. She since she was born. Didn't want to be from a noble house, you know, the whole faceless thing. She's wanted to be no one for so long and everything. Yeah. Uh, I think this season, at the end, she will finally truly accept how to be no one. I think I think she'll disregard her list. I think she'll think it doesn't matter anymore. They've made a big season about a big uh, deal about her wolf, Limeria. That was his name? Limeria? Nymeria. Nymeria. So sorry to all the wolves. Nymeria. <laughs> and, uh... Just, I think it'd be kind of cool. Arya figures out that she can work this season through some... Because I think this one's going to be the most like magically influenced heavy season. I think that's a safe bet. Yeah. I think she figures out she can warg. Her She finds her wolf again. Her She wargs into her wolf, lets her body die, and she truly becomes no one and is the wolf for the rest of her life. That's... Oh, wow. Oh. Zach... Did you just like? How did you do this? You had a hundred. <laughs> no, 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 no. Especially for the way George Martin writes, I'll never be at a hundred for any right. theory. But uh, I mean, like, you, I spent the last three fire. days. <laughs> you're spitting like fire here. Like, thank you. Game of Thrones theory: fire is coming. Wildfire, uh, coming from nice. your mouth. Uh, I, thank you. Thank you. I, I do have one more thing I want to say, just because like it's fun to think about. I think. Uh, the, I can't remember the name of it. The Tarly Sword Samuel Heartsbane. Heartsbane. We know Jorah has it in the trailer. Yeah. But we don't know how he gets it. Yeah. I hope it's not just Sam goes, I'm a big old fat pussy. Here's my sword, Jorah. And he fights for him. I think it would be interesting to see Sam finally buck up a little bit. I think if Sam were to die, the best way for him to go would be like I said the other day doing something doing something like defending John yeah the person who defended him throughout all of season one I think if John gets into a big old pickle with a white walker or uh it'd be a cold pickle or any foe uh Sam comes in and defends him and then from out of nowhere a sad death of Sam could potentially happen I think it won't happen but I think if he were to die, that would be the best way to do it, is to have the defended become the defendee and kind of bring it around town, you know? My only issue uh, is that I in the trailer you see Jorah, like, kind of, the battle lines are still being, like, drawn. I don't know if it's, like, mid-fight, because he just kind of has it, like, ready on the horse. Uh, that's my only issue with that, is, like, I don't think the battle's in full sway yet. I don't think Sam would have, like, a chance to die. There's also a lot of things about Sam being the one that's like gonna recount this in like a big history if he's a big maester. I mean that is that's a that's a really no like not people think he's gonna be the one like like a Lord of the Rings kind of thing where he like writes the adventures of all these people. Obviously he's not gonna be able to do that. I just think there's going to be a history that he writes in the universe of the saga 
that is a re- recounting of the events. I don't think he'll be literally writing Arya chapter three. You know what I mean? I think I think he'll give the sword. He'll recognize that hey, I'm I can't do this. I wish I could. I've killed him before, but I don't think I can do this here. Take it. Uh, I don't know. We'll see how it turns out very soon. Very soon. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I think we should. We're gonna take a quick little break here, and I think we're gonna go pee and stuff. Huh. And we'll be. We are children. We'll be right back. Uh, welcome back. We just had the greatest piss break of all time. It is now time for our final word segment of the podcast of Boys Day. Zach, what what did you have to say there? None of us pissed. We didn't even leave the <laughs> none, room. None of us pissed. <laughs> it was all an illusion. But like the relief of pissing you don't have to leave the room to is piss. a very nice thought. Facts. You don't. Facts. Wait. Do <laughs> <laughs> you not see the bottle in the corner of the room? You we say anything about a bottle, man. I'm just... Uh, my my final word of the week is that road work and everyone associated with it is a crucial part of American society. Okay, kind of fuck them though, right? Yeah, (laughs) no, like for real. Uh, To get to where we are now, to the studio, uh, it took ten extra minutes because it was a sinkhole and a pipe burst two on two exits of my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Crucial. That's it. Yeah, no, they're always... <laughs> I, crucial to Americans. I society. feel like I always almost hit them when they're not working on the side of the road. Oh, you, yeah. You pass by them, one man is working, and there are ten people holding, like, nothing. They're supervising. They're just looking at them. There was a man uh, on one of the roads <laughs> yep. that was working, and everyone else was working, and he was just holding one of those orange cones, just, like, just looking around, like... There's at least one person not doing it. It's a... I, yeah, anyway. It's a crucial. <laughs> crucial. Crucial part of business. Uh, okay, um, so um, I'm going to put down a hot take right here for you guys real quick. Um, Mario, I feel like that it has been and is kind of overrated. How about that? Kind of overrated. Just as a as a thing? Or as, as a, a game? As a game, as a person, <laughs> as all of it. I never it's cared like a, about Mario like, back the then. Game? Are you saying yeah. like he's not as good as a plumber, as people say he is? Like, yeah, like, dude, he's not cleaning those pipes out, dude, man. He's just oh, going in he's there. He's peaching his pipes That's out, what I'm though. Saying. Like, right. he, he's going in those pipes. He ain't doing nothing, man. He's just in there, just he's like cla- goofing around, he's man. He's a classic character. I mean, yeah, he's a classic. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the classics. Okay. Not not it off all as right. much as other people would be. You don't give a fuck. The one that was on the DS was good. Huh? What? <laughs> Wait. That's it. That's it. Wait. Okay, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, my final word this week, you know, gonna end it kind of the way I started it. I think a mullet is the best, most versatile haircut a guy could have. I think it's amazing. I'm not gonna be surprised if I bite the bullet and you, I have a mullet too. I'm not gonna be surprised. It, it feels great. It's getting hot. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is the first day of spring. It's getting hot. I know it's gonna get it's hot. It's all in the ears, dude. It's all in the ears. That's what. I, it, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep. It's, you know, I hate to feed into the stereotype, but I feel like I can go anywhere. I I got a, because I got business in the front, yeah. and I got party in the back. Levine, what do you guys say? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> For my final words, I'm gonna leave a hot take on the table, and mine is that Ben Affleck is the best looking. "Quote unquote," looking in appearance wise, Batman, but I do think Christian Bale was the best Bruce Wayne. I can get behind that. I could, 
I, can I feel like a lot of people would. Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. But, uh, I can get behind that. Yeah, I don't agree. <laughs> I mean, mine was <laughs> I respect your opinion, but, you know, I gotta say, Val Kilmer is the best Batman. I love the, uh, the Michael. Is it? The... Oh, <laughs> is that the oh, no. <laughs> Wasn't it Keaton with it was the George nipples? Clooney. It was all of them. No, it was all of them. It was all of them. It was all from the original three. I love. <laughs> the, in my opinion, the one thing that sets Val Kilmer above every other Batman, it wasn't he the one that had the bat card? Yes. Yeah, the yes. bat card. Yes. Yes. That was him. It was him. Because that was. The black card? No. No, that was George Clooney. Yeah, because that was Mr. Sure? Freeze Mr. and. No, which one was the one with the Riddler? Because that was, that was Val Kilmer. That was Val Kilmer. Yeah, that's yeah. the best one. Riddler was Val Kilmer. Jim Carrey's And Two Face. Yeah. All right. Jim Carrey's gone. Elijah? I love nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Firm handshake. Uh, my final words would be, uh, you know, I feel like everyone at this table has a hero they looked up to, either as a kid or uh, an adult. But I think if you look up to somebody to a certain extent, you should follow in their foot sh- footsteps. Like, uh, I know my friend Zach here is a big Steve Irwin fan has shaped the man I am today. And I think that's what you need. And my childhood hero being Jim Carrey, I feel like you should uh, realize the time you have on Earth is fleeting slowly, but you should make the best out of it. And you should really go out there and do what you want within legal limits when you want and live your life the best you can. And isn't that just the essence of a good boy's day? And skate fa- skate fast, eat ass, and, uh, you know... Live fast. Pray, praise Dale, raise hail. <laughs> he died in a fiery car crash. <laughs> Thank you for joining us yeah. this week. That's going to be it for uh, the first official episode of the Boys Day podcast. We hope you all enjoyed everything, and we will see you next Thursday when we upload. Upload on Thursdays. We'll see you next Thursday. Bye. Bye.